Hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. On the couch today, I'm really excited to have Nuri. Nuri is the founder of TechSmarter. Welcome to the couch, Nuri. Good morning. Thank you. Um, on Startup Couches, what we do is we bring amazing founders who are building great products out to the market like Nuri um, to talk about the product, to talk about the product journeys, and you know, to talk about how these products is impacting our communities today. So jumping right into the conversation, what is TechSmarter and how does it work? TechSmarter is a compliance service that addresses very significant changes in the uh, compliance space for oversight agencies. And what that means more simply is that the way that organizations such as the the SEC or the FDIC or other organizations have required different companies to record phone calls and back up all emails, they've now made it a requirement to back up all social media and messaging. And TechSmarter is the only company that can access and archive iMessage and Android SMS and MMS on a real-time basis directly from the root. And basically that separates us from pretty much everybody else in the industry. Uh, And it's why we've basically had a uh, hockey stick type growth in the last uh, six months since we announced the product. Oh, that's really, really amazing. Um, So very curious here. Um, who are your core customer segments? Who 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 do you who are you targeting the most um, with this product? Uh, well, there are a whole bunch of different verticals that would apply to this: financial, medical, government, uh, people that do uh, people that do research. There 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 are just a bunch of them. Our focus at this point is financial. We're we're focusing on the fintech industry and the financial industry, and that includes bankers, insurance companies, broker dealers, etc. So in in most simple terms, it's whomever it is that handles other people's money. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. So um I will I'd like to know what your founding story is. Like how did you, you know, start Text Matter? Uh, I got I got interested in texting watching my high school son his watching his texting numbers go through the roof and as I've done startups before many times the kids are way ahead of the adults and business and as I watched Alex and his friends text message each other from one end of the couch to the other I realized that messaging was going to become a very big thing in the world. And as I looked into this, there was an event in my life that significantly affected my life for quite a bit of time. And at the end of it, it became very clear to me that if I had been able to access all of my text messages, that I would have been able to make my situation a lot easier. So it was kind of happenstance that uh, that it came together this way. But as I, as I looked into this and began to do due diligence, which is something that lasted over a year and a half, 
it just became really clear that there were not only personal reasons for me to do this, but there were very significant professional reasons for me to do it, especially after speaking to many of the federal agencies that have oversight over this area. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So, <clears throat> so far, um, who, who, who and who would you say um, on the corporate side um, are going to be interested in a product like TechSmarter, right? Because um, having, you know, to capture, populate, encrypt, archive, you know, um, all your messaging data in real time um, is, especially as today, a lot of people are very, very um, particular about the data they want to give out, data they would want, would be um would like to give out the people want to be in charge of basically their data right so um how do you marry that with you know having a product like this and having it be in the hands of um third parties well the reality is it's not the organization it's not a bank or an insurance company or a broker dealers uh, uh need to have this information it's a requirement of of oversight agencies who can effectively put a company out of business for not not retaining the proper data. So the first thing is it's it's not personal. The the way that we built TechSmarter is that security and privacy are the two most most prominent aspects of our of our service. And when it comes to security, under no circumstances is data ever left exposed. Everything is double encrypted and once it is populated into a discovery platform or into some type of repository, it is kept in such a way where the only people who can access it are going to be authorized people of the company that that person's data works for. So say that they work for, and I'm making this up, the, the, the Bank of New York, right? Yeah. There is a Bank of New York, but this is a totally imaginary situation. So they work for the Bank of New York and the Bank of New York is archiving data and their compliance officer is able to see the data. But the thing is, and the thing that most people don't realize is when you look at iMessage, simply that one method of communication, there are over six trillion messages sent per day. So the reality is, is that it doesn't really, people don't care what you're sending other people. There's simply too much information, especially for a large company to have somebody look at it. They're looking for activity that should not have happened. Yeah. And so they don't care that your wife or your girlfriend sent you a message saying, bring home milk or that Johnny has a cold, or some take the dog to the vet, any of those things. Those things don't matter. And for the most part, it's really important that people realize that this data, it is private, but it's only private to an extent. It's as private as Facebook is. It's as private as Twitter is. Regardless of how you look at it, it is a situation where this is a requirement that will be made Looking from you regardless. Exactly. So either, no matter what happens, this data is going to be gathered. The only difference is at this point, 
and I don't see this changing. The only people who can access it is our TechSmart. And the only way that we can provide it and that the only way that, that organizations can be compliant with these very large, onerous and very expensive rules is to work with a company like TechSmart. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And so my next question is, um, what does growth mean to you so far? How, how, how far would you say TechSmart has grown? You know, how many, you know, businesses are you working with right now? And what is the next big milestone for you? Well, it was our objective to get to $100,000 a month in recurring revenue and we'll be there this summer. And that was our objective by the end of the year. So we're five, six months ahead of, of the objective that we had set for ourselves in January of this year. Yeah, that's actually and, pretty awesome. And that's something that I'm really happy about. We had wanted to have somewhere, somewhere around 5,000 seat licenses installed by the end of the year, and we should have that by the end of summer. So for us, the next milestones are to continue to integrate different platforms. And then we expect to open an office on the East Coast in New York later this year, and hopefully another uh, an office in Asia. We opened an office in London about 18 months ago. Okay. Okay. That's actually amazing progress. Really, really Thank amazing you. progress. Thank um, you. I've got a great team. Yeah, we, we have a great a great group of people who are very good at what they do. Yeah, yeah, that shows that really really shows like the growth story. Um, which leads me to my next question. Um, you're looking to open a new office. You're looking to rapidly grow out. You know, connect with even more clients, do more integrations. Is any of this going to require that you raise more money or raise some money? Um, and how is fundraising generally going for you? Well, we have uh, we have the benefit of having executed a term sheet with a firm about a month ago, and we're working through the due diligence process. And as we've been doing that, we've had other firms reach out to us. And like every other startup, we have people who say no to us. We have people who say we're saying no now, but stay in touch. All all the things that that most of the people that are listening to have probably heard before. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're in a, a great situation because some of our customers are considering participating in this round to a large extent. And they're some of the, the largest financial institutions in the world. So uh, it's not done yet. We are continuing to raise money. Uh, we have uh, the majority of our, of our round uh, committed to and will uh, probably finish it out sometime this month. Uh, and then uh, we'll go to we'll go back to work uh, on what, what it is with what we're doing, open the other offices that we talked about, and then uh, once we get to a certain annual recurring revenue target next year, then we'll go out and raise another round of raise another round of money. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Um, why I'm asking mostly about raising money is because this podcast is sponsored by some VCs in the US who might really want to get in touch with you. So I would um, reach out to you about that so that even if it's just relationships, building relationships, so that at the point where you need to raise, um, you have people to call on. Uh, I appreciate that. We, you can never have enough friends. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so my very last question for you is, 
what would you say are the two major challenges you face today on a day-to-day basis as you run Dex Manor? uh staying staying focused on the priorities that are in front of us and not getting distracted there are so many people that are pulling a for the attention of a person or a group like ours who has who's accomplished the things that we have in the short time in which we've been doing it and it's very difficult to cut out the noise and stay focused on the things that matter most and sometimes you need somebody to bring you back into line with the things because you're you you do want to be kind to everybody you want to respond to as many people as possible part of my doing this podcast is that you know you just never know who it is that you're going to reach with one short phone call yeah and I, our biggest customer came from a presentation that I did in New York virtually last oh, year wow. for Thanksgiving. Oh wow. That's and really so that that one taught me a very significant lesson. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Um and so at this juncture I'd like to say thank you so much Nuri for coming on the couch today. It really really has been my pleasure having you here. Um, and for everyone listening, make sure to check out textmana.com. It's a very, very easy solution to use to capture, populate, encrypt, and archive, you know, um, messaging data, be it on iMessage, be it on any kind of SMS, MMS platform, WhatsApp, you know. So um, mostly for, you know, people that uh, need to um, adhere to, like, um, regulations and accordances from, like, SCC, FDIC. So, um, if you're building a fintech startup, if you're building anything that needs all of these um, regulations, make sure to check out TechSmarter. Um, you already know that every single week we bring you people like Nuri on the couch um, to share um, their product journeys, to share their product stories. And so, make sure to subscribe, make sure to share this episode with your friends. You already know that this is always going to come your way. And so, until next time, See ya.